3: It's Pharrell coast to coast in the biggest way possible right here on a pain free Friday. No Scotty today. Final day of the vacation, the week long vacation for Scotty. He is back on Monday. Right here on Coast to Coast, so for one more time, you get me, Mike Carver. Carver, hi. Later on, Dane Martinez. We are here for you, Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Of course, Sirius XM Channel 159. Good to have you all with us today as we get ready for Week 9 in the NFL. We will go through all of it. We have the normal cast of characters with us. Dr. David Chow, pro football doc, our number two, will go through all the injuries as we get ready for week number nine. Also, SportsGrid NFL insider Adam Kaplan, we've got him as well, go through all the stories, and there are several of them as we even outside of the game. Speaking of stories outside the games, Aaron Rodgers spoke for the first time today, of course, since contracting COVID a couple days ago. We know already he's going to miss the game against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. We'll hear from Aaron because he joined the Pat McAfee show today. Uh, Basically wanted to set the record straight about what he claims is the witch hunt after him. uh, Not uh, lying about the vaccine. We'll get all of Aaron Rodgers' thoughts. You're also going to get to see that entire Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee interview tonight right here on Sports Grid, Midnight Eastern. You'll be able to check that out. We'll talk about last night's game, the Colts and the Jets. Colts 45-30. to Man, if you were holding that Colt ticket last night, the sweat was on, baby. 42-10 to in the third quarter. Shut it off. Go watch the Raging Cajuns uh, play over in the college football game. No, you had to go back because it got to 45-30 and the Jets were on the 10 before finally a tipped ball interception savior for all those colt minus 10 and a half tickets uh jonathan taylor with a big night we'll hear one of his touchdowns robert sala what could you say about that defense it was miserable more off the field news today the browns they are going to release odell beckham jr that's right they work out the deal with the contract so that the team that picks him up on waivers going to be less of a cap hit and that will be monday at 4 p.m so even if they release him today tomorrow officially The claims and everything will go in on Monday after the games are played, uh, and we will see who the next suitor for Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be. I'm sure Adam Kaplan will have some news on that for us later on. We'll talk about the Browns and the Bengals on Sunday. Big divisional game for Cleveland as they have to put all this stuff in the rearview mirror. Matt LaFleur on the Packers and Jordan Love. We mentioned Rodgers already. They do have to play a game there in Kansas City. Dak Prescott, he expects to play on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. We will hear from him. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. Life without Derrick Henry begins on Sunday night in Los Angeles against the Rams. We will hear from the Tennessee quarterback, Also in Los Angeles on the other side, Chargers coach Brandon Staley. First time he's lost two games in a row. Doesn't want to make it three this Sunday in Philadelphia against the Eagles. Trevor Simeon is going to start for the New Orleans Saints on Sunday against the Falcons. We'll talk about it all of the week nine odds. All the games, Raiders and Giants at MetLife. The Bills are in Jacksonville laying a heavy number against the Jaguars that they will try to cover, Patriots and Carolina Panthers, all of the games for Week 9. Me and Dane will go through them and break them down. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Pharrell Coast to Coast, on a Friday, a pain-free Friday. No scotty today, Carver High and Dane Martinez here with you on Sports Grid Radio. Next hour, Adam Kaplan, Dr. David Chow, all the usual Friday action covering NFL Week 9 as we get ready for Sunday, we also have college football tomorrow, big Saturday. I've got a couple games tonight as well. Don't forget, uh, as we like the Stanford Cardinal getting over a touchdown against Utah. Also, Boston College and Virginia Tech tonight. But tomorrow, I think three big games. It's everybody says not a great week, no marquee matchups, not a lot of intrigue. Not true at all. There is a lot to look forward to tomorrow because all these teams that are now in the mix in the college football playoffs, specifically too that are in the top four are going on the road as favorites in some tough spots. We'll see if they can handle the pressure of now being in the top four. Michigan State going to West Lafayette, only two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Boilermakers. Oregon going to take on rival Washington. The Huskies getting seven-and-a-half at home right now. So can those two teams handle it? And the third for me is Cincinnati, who we've already seen. They need to hammer teams. They haven't done it the last couple weeks. Another big 23-and-a-half point spread with Tulsa coming in. They've got all the people in town in Cincinnati when they're playing uh, Tulsa tomorrow. They want to impress, and they will try to do that. So we'll cover all the games. Wake Forest in North Carolina. Navy visits South Bend against the fighting Irish. Auburn and Texas A&M, a good game in the SEC. LSU and Alabama, 29-and-a-half, the fat number For Eddie Orgeron. Uh, Also, NBA from last night. The Lakers lose to the Thunder again. Nice job by the Lakers. No LeBron. They're 0-2 against the Thunder. The only two games they've won all year. Sixers won again. We'll get into all of tonight's NBA action. Good slate. All of tonight's NHL action. And got a couple fights this weekend. Mafia off today. But, geez, we got to at least mention. Good UFC card in New York City. Caleb Plant and Canelo Alvarez. A good boxing match tomorrow night as well. So we're just getting going. Pharrell coast to coast. On a Friday, Carver High. Dane Martinez joins me next. Dr. David Chow and Adam Kaplan, an hour or two. We get rolling
1: on the grid right after this.
0: <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. is uh, you did it. You stumped
4: this charming devil. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: The legends are true. Overwhelming power.
2: Sauce of destiny. Yes.
3: And we are back, Pharrell Coast to Coast on a pain-free Friday, right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Scotty, out of course, final day this week. Back Monday from vacation, Carver High, and joining me now—you see him every night on In Game Live, right here on Sports Grid, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern—and you have seen him with me all week long, right here on Coast to Coast. And that is Dane Martinez. Dane, good afternoon, my man. How are you?
5: What's going on? We're okay. We saw the Jets come back and make it at least possible yes. for me to like hedge out of my bets in the final part. Yeah. We were okay.
3: We will we will talk uh, about the end of that Jet game uh, in a few minutes. I gotta start with Aaron Rodgers, Dan. I mean, I, I gotta start with that as Aaron uh, broke the silence a couple of hours ago. On the Pat McAfee show, which you see, of course, every night right here on SportsGrid. Get on, on the, the grid. grid. Midnight Eastern on the grid. Uh, Aaron Rodgers earlier in the week, test positive for COVID, out on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, immediately everybody dug up the tape from August. He said he was immunized, did not say he was vaccinated. Here is Aaron Rodgers, Dane, on Pat McAfee earlier, setting the record straight.
6: I realize I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now, so before my final nail gets Ooh, put in my cancel uh, casket, canceled I think culture. I'd like to set the record straight on so many of the uh, blatant lies that are out there about myself right now, um, and I appreciate the opportunity to tell my side of story on here. First of all, I didn't lie in the initial press conference uh, during that time. It was a very, uh, you know, witch hunt uh, that was going on across the league where everybody in the media was so concerned about who was vaccinated and who wasn't and what that meant and who was being selfish and who would talk about it. And what it meant if they said it's a personal decision, they shouldn't have to disclose their own uh, medical information and whatnot. And at the time, my plan was to say that I've been immunized. Um, It wasn't uh, some sort of ruse or lie it was the truth and i'll get into the whole immunization in in a second
3: and he does get into that day and i'll give you the bullet points here uh he says he didn't get the vaccine because he was allergic to the five uh an ingredient in the pfizer and moderna vaccines didn't want to get the j and j ended up getting uh some alternative routes he uh consulted with joe rogan uh, to right. find out how to take care of the COVID once he got it. He, you heard him say he described the backlash as crosshairs of the woke mob, uh, defends the mm-hmm. decision. Uh, he got into a lot of topics, Dane. Uh, I got a feeling that probably because of the way things are now around this country, there's probably going to be a lot more people who don't like Aaron Rodgers as opposed to those who do after today.
5: I think so, but listen, there are legitimate chunks of the population that feel very strongly about horse tranquilizers, if you want to know the truth. I personally think it's absolutely ridiculous, but here's the thing. If you want to even believe that everyone has their own right and blah, 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 that's fine, okay? There are still policies in place, okay? And the question is at this point, if He was unvaccinated because of whatever rationale he has that I personally disagree with. Okay, I don't know if that makes me part of the woke mob, but we'll see. He still has knows before him that if he doesn't make that choice, these are then the things he has to do, whether it's the mask wearing, whether it's the testing and whatever the case may be. Everybody in this country has a choice. If you don't want to do that, then maybe you won't be able to fly or you won't be able to go into certain restaurants or you may not be able to do X, Y or Z. And then we find out how much your values and how much blah, blah, blah matters to you. But whatever his decision is, is one thing. He still has to follow the protocols of his job and at this point we're still kind of fuzzy on that. I know they came out and said he followed the letter of the law, but there's footage. There's videotape of him not walking around with a mask or not, you know, doing what he was supposed to do as an unvaccinated player. Now, was he trying to deceive? Maybe not, and that's fine. But the situation remains on whether or not he followed the protocols of his job.
3: And he is a very powerful member of the Players Association, Dane. He has been a union rep for the Packers. And the players are the ones who agreed (laughs) to all of these rules that he was kind of saying are no good. He's blaming the NFL today, but the Players Association signed off on it. So really, there's somebody else that you need to be blaming,
5: not the league, the players. I agree. this is going to be harder than last year. Last year, it was just, you know, we were deep in the middle of this pandemic, and the rules were put upon teams, right? It was a bigger thing. This year, it's like, oh, it's more of an individual choice, and we have to respect everybody, given the way this country is right now. You know, when you have multiple kind of agencies, whether it's the municipalities that will close the doors at Barclays, whether it's a conference versus a school versus an individual player, now you're getting a lot more foggy into the mix. I said at the beginning of of the season. What happens when players don't want to get vaccinated, but then they get pressure from their teammates to go ahead and do that because we've got a championship we can win. This is what opens up Pandora's box. Last year, the NFL just had a policy, they push games back, that sort of thing. This year it's more up to the human and the clubs, and this is where we get into the slippery slope.
3: Uh, absolutely. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, look, uh, you want to say this is going to blow over? I mean, look, he's going to play probably next week. His 10 days will be up next Saturday. And he'll be back on the field, unvaccinated or not, throwing touchdown passes for the Green Bay Packers against the Seahawks a week from Sunday. Like, Until he gets it again, right, gets, right, right, again
5: right. in late December. Until he tests positive again in late December. Because I don't think the horse yeah. tranquilizers work, Carve. but that's just me.
3: <laughs> well, he's... A lot of alternative methods. You can hear. You can hear everything that Aaron Rodgers had to say in its entirety tonight, midnight Eastern, right here on Sports Grid, Pat McAfee show. Aaron Rodgers' appearance will be shown. Tune in. Check the entire thing out. It is worth the price of admission. That's for sure. On to last night's game now, Dane. The Colts beat the Jets 45 to 30 in Indianapolis. This game in the third quarter. Got to 42 to 10 on this. Jonathan Taylor, 78 yard rumble on Fox. Right back to offense, go to Colts. Wow. Taylor's
0: gone. Jonathan Taylor. Goodbye. Touchdown. Indy. As he crossed the tape at the goal line. 78
3: yards. And this is a nightmare for the Jets. So if you had a Colt minus 10.5 ticket, Dane, like I did last night, at this point you're probably thinking, all right, let's shut it down. What are we moving on to next? Little Lakers thunder, little raging cages right. in Georgia State. But no, Dane, we had to go back because the Jets made a little push in garbage time and even we're going in. To get that backdoor cover before that interception at the ten. It's never over when you got tickets,
5: Dane. It's never over. Absolutely. <laughs> and we would do that on in-game live. Literally in the third quarter, we were talking about, hmm, should they sit Carson Wentz because of the snap count and the incentives and the contract and stuff? And then by the fourth quarter, like you said, if you were holding that Colts ticket, you could have hedged out of it. They were offering 14 and a half. And then you could have taken it. And if the Jets scored, you would have been all right on one side. And if not, you would have been all right on the other side that's why you got to always do the live betting as well always something to balance it all out even if you just back it out of some bad bets you made before it did garbage time works anywhere and it seems like it is always live even Josh Johnson can look good against that kind of defense
3: before we go to break let's hear from uh, Jets head coach Robert Sala I mean, the defense was an absolute embarrassment here's coach
5: Obviously, it wasn't good enough,
0: Um, you know, especially when a team runs the ball the way they did. Uh, We knew that running, uh, they were going to try to get their run game started, especially with the the way they'd been talking all week, um, trying to get uh, 28 going again. Um, They've got an unbelievable offensive line, and uh, obviously, we, we weren't up for the test.
3: Uh, You you hear it get louder and louder every week, Dane, and people, Jet fans, don't want to understand it. They're like, this guy's a defensive coach. Why are they so bad defensively? They got ran over like a bulldozer last night. They have no players, Dane. It's hard to play defense when you have no players. It's It's a very hard thing
1: to do. We keep rolling coast to coast after this on the grid
0: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. is uh, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
4: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: The legends are true. But overwhelming
2: power. The sauce of destiny. Yes.
3: and we are back El coast to coast on a pain-free friday carver high and dane martinez in for scotty right here on sports grid and sports grid radio getting ready for nfl week nine coming up on sunday and the cleveland browns dane they will not have Odell Beckham Jr. with them anymore. As the week-long drama came to the to an end today, the team uh, announced that they are going to release or waive, we should say, Odell Beckham Jr. They restructured the contract so that they're going to pay him a ton of money and signing bonus makes it more palatable for somebody else to claim him off of waivers salary cap-wise. And look, right. Dana, I, he's not going to get to quote-unquote, choose where he goes that is not going to happen all the teams in the league are going to get a chance to put a claim in on him and I do think especially after they reworked all this money there are going to be suitors I mean the Saints could use a wide receiver we know the unfortunate situation the Raiders who are five and two were put in earlier this week losing one of their top wide receivers you go around the league there's going to be some interest in Beckham
5: Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, we've been talking about it all week. Carve, I don't understand why the Cleveland Browns didn't just make the move on Monday or Tuesday before 4 p.m. You know, now they had to go through all of this stuff and they could have, you know, gotten kind of like you said, there would be some interest in him. Right. Maybe they could have drummed up something to get a fourth round, a third round. Who knows if there was a, you know, that deadline. But instead, all they do is rework it instead of getting 60 cents on the dollar, get almost zero besides some kind of maneuverability financially. But you made the key point here. It is in waivers. For those of you who don't know, that goes in the order reverse order of record. So you talk about some teams that could use them, like the Saints, or like the Raiders, or like the Packers. Those teams would be, have like last dibs because of their records of five and two or greater. It's gonna be a team that may want them that could be in this soft underbelly in the AFC at four and four or four and five, or a less sexy idea of it's just a team that is actually bad that just wants to bring him on. For example, Carve like the the. The Philadelphia Eagles would have one of the first shots at him, and they have nothing at the wide receiver position, you know? It's not like Odell's going to get to choose this as if he was released. He's subject to waivers, so it may not be this playoff team that everybody is expecting.
3: No, you're absolutely right, and you also have to remember when you talk about some of those lower teams that maybe didn't expect to be there, not having great seasons, his contract does not end after this season. So if you are claiming him, you actually have his rights beyond this season. Now, you can get out of it for basically no money after the year if you want, the way that they've worked it. But you do have his rights. I mean, there's teams here, Dane, and here's who I'd keep an eye on because you know he's very sneaky at 4-4. Four and four. It might be fine. or New Monday. Yeah. Oh, you New know. England. You, yeah. You know, because this will be. Oh, yes. This will be like, hey, Bill. Bill had no problem bringing Randy Moss come
5: in on, after nobody. Nobody wanted Moss. Antonio Brown. He, yep. Antonio Brown. Come on, he's done yep. this before with plenty of guys, and then Odell also knows right? Josh Gordon being another one, all the way back to Corey Dillon, because the player also knows this is the best place to rehab my image. We were laughing yesterday about regen and hydration. This is the place to regen in a different way, because then if you get that stamp of approval and show that you can be on that team, you actually do have another act to your career. And at four and four, they would get a choice before, say, some of these other teams like the Packers or like the, you know, the some of these the Saints or some of these other teams also I know they have a ton of wide receivers already don't sleep on the Seattle Seahawks were a little bit lower than you think they are a team who has also brought in the likes of the Mosses and the Josh Gordons and have always been looking for elements to get Russ to cook as he comes back from his injury
3: You know, Giants are pretty close to the top, too, Dane. I mean, they got a lot of wide receivers. The kicking net is lonely. The kicking net is lonely. He He ain't going back to the New York Giants. All right. The Browns do have to play a game on Sunday after all this drama this week. A big game, actually, in the division against the Cincinnati Bengals. They are going on the road, Dane, and they are getting two and a half points. Interesting nugget I saw earlier today, Kevin Stefanski, 0 and 7 against the spread in the AFC North <laughs> since he has been Cleveland Brown head coach and I got to tell you Dane I think he's going to 0 and 8 against the spread when the Bengals beat them on Sunday fair
5: enough I'm going to go the other way. I know you were quick to trust the Cincinnati Bengals. I I never did. What have we seen on some of these teams, right? Kansas City going more conservative into the run game. Indianapolis last night. Forget putting the ball with Wentz. Run the ball. I think Cleveland will run the ball with Nick Chubb and Dearness Johnson. They have the number one run offense in the NFL. And the other guy to keep an eye on is Donovan Peoples-Jones. This is the guy who will likely now be starting opposite Jarvis Landry and I think Baker's going to want to establish something new and good with him. All right. So the idea to me that everyone's going off Cleveland, I have always inherently believe Cleveland is a better football team. I'll take the two and a half points and it could be something crazy as well. Right. Like a wild 2019 kind of game. And I, I'll just take the couple of points. And I'm actually on the Cleveland side.
3: I mean, Peoples Jones, Dan. I mean, he's got to get you and Kaplan on the pr- on the payroll. I mean, you guys been pumping him up. I love we him. You know that it's coming I love him. for this guy soon. And he's going to get his opportunity, it sounds like, on Sunday. We heard from Aaron Rodgers earlier, of course. He will not be playing for the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. But Jordan Love will be starting for the Packers in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Let's hear from head coach Matt LaFleur. He has all the confidence in the world. That the rest of the Packer offense can pick up that leadership void that is going to be left by Aaron Rodgers.
2: I would say, you know, anytime you have a veteran like Aaron, it's not going to look, it's not going to look or feel the same up to this point. You're, you're dealing with a young player that, um, when you're in the same room as, as Aaron, uh, you you naturally kind of take a back seat to that. But I do think just in his time that. We've seen a lot of growth in that area for Jordan. I think he's much more comfortable communicating with everybody. Um, I think the guys. We're fortunate that we have a lot of great leaders, not only on our offense but on this team, that are, are going to rally around him, and um, so he doesn't have to like burden all that responsibility.
3: Dane, when this uh, news first came out, of course, the initial reaction uh, line-wise was it to go all the way to eight, eight and a half. The total dropped down to 47. As the days have gone by and we have now gotten to Friday, we have seen it start to drift back towards the Packers and back towards the over. Uh, Now down to minus seven for the Kansas City Chiefs and the total back up to 48, Dane. Uh, I told you the other day, anything Mm -hmm. over a touchdown I am still in on the Packers to stay in this football game. Seven, I'm not as big a fan. Maybe hopefully in the next two days I'll keep my eye on it, creep back up for me, but I still do like this over. There will be points in
5: this game, I believe. Yeah, I'm with you. Seven and a half in this one. I think the hook actually matters. Remember, we've also been talking about Kansas City as a flawed team for a while. They haven't covered any spreads. Their defense is bad, right? And here's the thing. Turn the ball over. They're leading the league in turnovers. So that doesn't have to do with Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers. I think the other thing we're going to see is we're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones. And we're going to see some of A.J. Dillon as well. Keep an eye on the A.J. Dillon props. I think as the kind of backup back, he's going to get some burn. He's been kind of ascending a little bit. And I think that'll be part of the LaFleur game pan to try to punch these Kansas City Chiefs who have not been covering numbers in the mouth. I'm with you at seven and a half. I like Green Bay at seven. Eh, I'll wait for the live numbers.
3: Yeah, look, I know that the sexiness has gotten lost a little bit here. It was, you know, Rodgers, Mahomes, 4:25 p.m. Eastern, but I still think got a chance for a pretty good football game, even with Jordan Love going to be quarterback in the Packers. Dak Prescott, Dane sounds like he will be back quarterbacking the Cowboys on Sunday at home against the Denver Broncos. Here is Dak. He said he expects to play.
6: I want to play in the game, uh, and I want to play in every game. Uh, it's, it's a blessing to, to do this, and every opportunity that we get to go out there, you don't get many of them, you want to take take advantage of it. But in the same sense, um, I got over it quick. Uh, t- I knew the perspective, and I knew where we are coming from, and this is a long journey, and we're a team that we can play for a long time. We can play into that last game, and so I had to think, keep and think that in mind uh, when the decision was made.
3: Uh, it sounds like he's good to go, Dane. I mean, we'll we'll talk to Dr. Chow later, see what his final thoughts are. Everything seem, seems like a green light. He's had a couple of weeks off now. They were probably the right thing. Super cautious a week ago, holding him out against the Vikings uh, with Dak playing. Dane, I, I got to go Cowboys here, uh, especially still under 10, 9.5 for me. The Broncos just can't—they can't score, Dane. I just don't know how they score if Dak's playing
5: in this game. How they keep up? I agree. We were talking yesterday. I think Dallas could wind up with the one seed in the NFC, but that's also only if Dak Prescott remains upright. Of course they did the right thing, but what is Dak going to say? Like, oh, we got a big enough lead. We think the rest of the division is trash. We thought we could have stolen one with Cooper Rush. He can't say that, right? so, of course, that's what he's going to say. And, yes, he's going to be good to go and watch out for Dallas. I'm with you. They could put up 30 on anybody they play with the offense they have with Dak, who is an MVP candidate.
3: Yeah, and the Broncos are a total paper tiger. I mean, they can't beat any yeah. good football teams. The Cowboys selling. are a good football team. They're, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, exactly. Although I would have sold two if you called me and offered that for Von Miller. And then, <laughs> do you want to give me a two and a three? Please, come on, send it on over. Uh, we'll see how they fare at Jerry's World. All right, when we come back, Dane, uh, Ryan Tannehill and the Titans going to L.A. on Sunday night. Good game against the Rams, but no Derrick Henry. We've got the Eagles and the Chargers in, in Philadelphia. We will roll through all of the other games in Week 9. Pharrell coast-to-coast on a pain-free Friday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty. He's back on Monday right here. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. More NFL Week 9 after this on The Grid.
0: Uh, that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese. you did it you stumped this
4: charming devil listening to your favorite podcast that's smart earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University that's really smart with 24-7 access to coursework no set class times and dedicated student support you can go to school when and where it works for you low online tuition means you can even do it for less And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: The legends are true.
2: Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes.
3: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a pain-free Friday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. And please, you can stay on the grid all day, even when you're not tuned in. You gotta follow us on yeah. Twitter at SportsGrid, at Sports grid TV, at Sports grid Radio as well. Please, I mean, there's absolutely no reason why. You should not have done this by now. We take care of you all day long on the grid. All People are allergic Twitter to money,
5: accounts. Carver. They're allergic Please, to I, money. I,
3: honestly, honestly, I mean, they, they could have seen yesterday. Dane was giving out the uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, you, over 150 let's at 180. Let's on go. FanDuel. You got to be in the mix. Uh, all right, you let's keep rolling through NFL week nine coming up on Sunday. The night game. The Tennessee Titans, now without Derrick Henry, head to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, who also have a shiny new toy in Von Miller. He is going to play for them. Uh, Let's listen to Ryan Tannehill, Titans quarterback, and how life without Derrick Henry is going to be starting on Sunday.
6: Yeah, it's hard, obviously. You know, losing Derrick, a guy who put so much into this team and has done so much for this team. You know, he, he worked so hard. And has been so durable, so it's almost a, a really a, a big shock, I think, for Derek and everyone else involved, is you know uh, kind of shocked by it. But
5: um, oh snap, people are going to realize I'm an average quarterback. Guys.
6: Everything seems to be going well with him so far. But you mentioned it. we have to turn the page, <laughs> not really turn the page, but keep moving. We have to keep moving forward as a team, as an offense, and um, and find a way to continue playing our football and and you know play good. The Titans,
3: Dane, of course, uh, now getting seven points in SoFi on Sunday night. I actually thought the total would go down a little bit more after the Henry news. Mm. Still got 53 and a half. Still a pretty sizable total between these two teams. I want to take the Titans, Dane. Like, I feel like there's going to be, like, that first week You know, nobody's going to believe in us without Henry. We're going to give a good performance, even if we don't win the game. Like, this could be a field goal type of game. But I think instead, I'm just going to go to the over. I I feel like the Rams will score at will. We've seen the Titan defense. It's not very good. And I think if they can get down uh, the Titans by, you know, 14, 17, 21 points, then Tannehill will start to throw the rock. I think we'll get some points.
5: All right. Fair enough. I don't I don't hate that at all. I think these teams both can still score points and Tennessee will be able to still score points even without Derrick Henry. All right. They still have the talent on the outside. They also have a three basically four game lead in that division. So I think Tennessee will be OK. But this is a bad spot for them, Carve, on the road in prime time against the Rams, who just kind of shoved a little bit even more to get Von Miller. I think a lot of things are breaking right for the Rams and the Cowboys in the NFC. These are the two horses I am riding in that conference. I just think it's a bad spot. The Rams are about to go on a tear, in my opinion. Tennessee will ultimately be okay and able to beat some slash most teams in the NFL even. The Rams on the road in primetime is not one of those spots.
3: And think about the Titans also. Not only, Dane, are they losing Derrick Henry, which is going to be an emotional letdown. They are coming off three games, three huge wins. Yeah. Two against two of the best in the conference, the Bills and the Chiefs at home, and then going on the road in the division to basically finish off the Indianapolis Colts. And now they're playing an out-of-conference game on the road with first game without their best player. There is a good chance you can get some serious Titan letdown uh, on Sunday night with the Rams here, minus seven. Uh, The Chargers, the other team in Los Angeles, they have, of course, first-year head coach Brandon Staley, Dane, and this is the first time he has lost two games in a row. So they go to Philadelphia this week. Staley, Dane, looking to get back on track.
7: These last two weeks, there's been a lot of lessons to learn, but – there were a lot of lessons to learn at the beginning of the season against those guys and and, and wins too. So um, I think that, um, you know, more than anything, you know, you gotta, you gotta be yourself and you gotta incorporate the lessons you learn into your own game and then, you know, do your best for your team. And and I think that's where we're at right now. Um, You know, we've had some, you know, two tough losses. And I think that that's gonna reveal a lot of you, you know, responding to when things aren't going as well. And that's part of the NFL. You know, we haven't won a game in, three weeks because we had a bye. So how are you going to get your team ready to play? How are you guys going to practice? What's the mood like within the building? And are you going to change? Or, you know, and and, um, and I think that that's something that I'm going through right now for the first time as a head coach. Okay, we've lost two games in a row. All right, that's the first time it's happened for me. And and what are you going to do to, to respond? And, and that's what we've been working hard at this week.
3: There's no oh. doubt in my mind, Dane, that the Chargers are the better football team than the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. But this is this is one of those lines, though, Dane, as you look at it, it, you got to just take a step back and go, what's going on here? I mean, we saw three early in the week, two and a half. And now we're seeing one and a half for the Chargers. The road favorite. Oh, this line is moving towards the Eagles. And that, Dane, has me taking a couple steps back and rethinking what I'm going to do here in this
5: game. Yeah, listen, I I hear you. This line is moving. This is the exact kind of spot where the Chargers teams of the past go in there and lay an egg. Right, As the favorite, when you think they're the better team against the team that is going nowhere this year, and then they wind up throwing up all over themselves. There's been a lot of reasons this year. We have been wondering, are the Chargers different this year? Is Justin Herbert taking a step forward? Is the news coach Staley going to be one for the franchise for a while? This is the exact kind of game where we learn a lot about the evolution of the Los Angeles Chargers. You said it, Carve. They should. Be the better team. A good playoff team goes in there and takes care of business no matter how it happens, whether it's ugly or not. I wonder if the Chargers can become that team. I actually think this says a lot about Los Angeles this week if they can get the job done. And ultimately, I think they are a different team. I think they go into Philly and they win.
3: Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm nervous about it. <laughs> There's no
5: doubt cuz yeah, just I, by
3: looking at the line, the line movement you. makes right. me super nervous. But, but how that's do they people think it's the, Eagles, the same th- old Chargers. The stink. That's what the line the movement is so though, bad. right? I, I think know. it's
5: big yeah, move, big money on the kind of Chargers are going to charge her. We say it all the time yeah. about some of these franchises. Yeah. Browns are going to brown kind of thing. That's yeah. big money coming in <laughs> on the premise that the Chargers are going to charge her is it different this year we find out on Sunday I think
3: we certainly will with their first year head coach all right Dane we have more games of course throughout the league on Sunday let's talk about a couple of them here uh we'll start in Miami where Tyrod Taylor is going to return yeah. he has not played since week number one uh against them and he will play against the Dolphins this has gone from seven and a half down to five and a half. 46 is the total. I know that you have been bagging the drum for Tyrod Taylor the last 48 hours since it was found out he was going to be back in the lineup.
5: Yeah. Especially at this number, I'm telling you, these are two bad offenses. But only one of them got their starting quarterback back. To me, it's the Houston Texans. And remember, in Miami, they're still dealing with the kind of hangover of the Deshaun Watson issue. about Will they trade? Will they not? Is it to his team? Do we believe in him and how his feelings are hurt or not? So I actually think Houston is the side here, especially with a number that's more like, you know, I know it's no man's land, right? But if over a field goal, I'll take the Houston Texans. I don't expect this to be a high-scoring game either.
3: No, I don't either. A little bit of a rock fight. Under 46 if you'd like to get involved. The Vikings go to Baltimore on Sunday. The Vikings are one of these teams, Dane, that look so awful in those primetime games like Sunday night at home against the Dallas Cowboys. They look awful. No reason they should lose at home to Cooper Rush when he's starting for Dak Prescott. So now everybody will write the Vikings off this week, forget about the Vikings, won't even consider them. And you watch, Dan. They'll go and give some big effort in Baltimore and lose by three points and cover
5: this six. You watch. All right. Fair enough. There'll be a lot of purple on the field. I'll tell you that. I see it a different way. Baltimore off the bye. Okay. They didn't play last week. And remember, we've been talking about how the AFC is real muddled in the middle. I actually think off the bye at home, Lamar Jackson and the offense figures some things out. Rashad Bateman now back. I think it's a big effort from Baltimore. I actually think on Monday, one of the headlines is people going to be remembering that the Ravens are another one of the heavies in the The AFC, you just haven't seen them for a while. This could be one of them running for like 225 yards and Lamar reminding people about his MVP candidacy as well. I actually look for a big effort out of the Ravens. I would lay the number.
3: Especially, Dane, if the Ravens win and on the other side of the coin, the Browns beat the Bengals in Cincinnati and suddenly the Bengals are now pushed back into that middle of the AFC pack and the Ravens are putting themselves ahead of everybody else. The Patriots are going to Carolina on Sunday. In the past, when Sam Darnold was with the New York Jets, he did not fare very well against Bill Belichick and his defenses. Now, we do not have 100% yet that Darnold is playing. Uh, I don't believe that Matt Rule has announced that yet. It will be P.J. Walker, the legend, uh, if he cannot. But here's what worries me here, Dane. The whole world is on New England. They got that three and a half, the Panthers, the home dog, Uh, It seems like a very easy spot for the Patriots, but Panthers are getting McCaffrey back. Who knows how much of a workload he's going to get. Low total here as well with 41.
5: Listen, you know, I love the home dogs. Okay. So the idea of a low total and over a field goal for the home dog scares me. You're right. Belichick has been able to handle Sam Darnold. And if it's PJ Walker, it's even worse in my opinion. And to me, we've been talking about it. Pittsburgh, Kansas city, new England is another one of these teams that don't look now can find themselves right in the wild card chase. I think they're going to wind up with Odell Beckham come next week as well. I'm with the people and the public on this one i think the patriots can handle it uh but i'd rather do it money line instead of the points because you know it could be a close kind of 2017 kind of game where the where the spread actually does matter
3: yeah i mean listen we always love to do things the public's all on this fade the public do that i mean the public does win a lot in the nfl dane the public does win so even though even though the whole world on the Patriots on Sunday in Carolina. Okay that does not mean too. that they are not going. Uh, exactly. A- uh, anything can happen every week in the NFL. My Buffalo Bills going to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The, the heavy lumber of the week here, Dane. 14 and a half. The road favorite, 14 and a half. A total of 48. And a half, look, uh, I like the Bills to cover this number, Dane. In fact, I, I think they win this game by 24-plus against the Jags on Sunday.
5: Yeah, I agree with you. 31-6 is what it sounds like to me. But I know you don't want to hear all the accolades to the Buffalo Bills. They should win this one going away. Wow.
3: Look, I'm just tired of seeing the Bills uh, you know, the top choice to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen the top <laughs> choice to be the MVP. Like I, I don't they wanna should see any by two this touchdowns
5: time. though. Team well, total under for the Sprags. Jaguars.
3: Yes, you know what? That's not a bad way to play it, Dane. Forget the 14 and a half. Get that out of the mix. Let's just play the team total under for Jacksonville. All right, Pharrell, coast to coast on a Friday, a pain-free Friday, Carver High, and Dane Martinez here for Scotty Sports Grid, and Sports Grid Radio. We will come back and finish off the rest of the games, week nine in the NFL. We will run through them. few more to do, the four o'clock games, including will Kyler Murray play yeah. In San Francisco yeah. on Sunday he's missed practice the last couple of games. He's going to be a game time decision. Got to look out for that. San Francisco the 2 point favorite right now. We're back on the grid right after this.
0: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. is uh, you did it. You stumped this charming
4: devil. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: The legends are true! We're
2: overwhelming power the sauce of destiny. Yes!
3: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a pain free Friday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. All right, Dane, a couple other ones we didn't get to yet. Here we go. The Falcons are in New Orleans against the Saints. Trevor Simeon, it was announced yes. today, is going to get the start for New Orleans. We have the Raiders and the Giants at MetLife. With everything that's gone on this week, Dane, this game is Giants or nothing for me. I don't really want to be in part with the Raiders not knowing where their headspace is at. The Cardinals, Kyler Murray, game-time decision. He missed the last two days of practice. Right now they are getting to against the Niners, who it looks like are going to get George Kittle back in the mix on Sunday. He was activated. He will be activated before the game he's going to play. And then the Monday night game which Scotty will talk about more when he comes back. The Bears and Steelers, minus six for Pittsburgh.
5: Yeah, absolutely. This Arizona San Fran one has alarm bells for me. San Francisco. Another one of those teams, like a Pittsburgh, a New England, the blue-chip teams that I can see getting better as the season goes along. They get kittle back. Jimmy Garoppolo comes back. The Kyler Murray thing bothers me. Remember, the Cardinals were great at the beginning of the season last year until Kyler got banged up with the shoulder. It changed him and his aptitude to run, which is such a huge element of that offense. If he's nursing that ankle and he's a real game-time decision, this could be an issue for Arizona now and in the months to come. That is a big piece of information to me. Watch out for the Niners. I actually like them at home, especially if Kyler is compromised at all.
3: I like the Falcons getting the six in New Orleans, Dane, believe it or not. Uh, look, the Saints might win the game. But that's a lot of points with Trevor Simeon being the starting quarterback. I'm not as big a believer in the Saint defense as everybody else is. I know they played well against Tampa last week. I'm going to take a shot with the Atlanta Falcons. All right, Pharrell, coast-to-coast coast on a Friday. Carver, Hyde, Dane Martinez here with you, Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We will come back next hour. Dr. Chow, Adam Kaplan, and we'll talk college football next to kick things off. We'll be right back on The Grid.
0: We could give you some BS saying we get off on the high-minded calculations and analysis. <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce
2: of destiny. Yes!